Hello, everybody. My name is Seth Brody. I uh, am a member of the Apex Operational Excellence Team and lead the group globally. I've, I've been with the firm since 2008. And I'm joined today by Dave Evans from the uh, Digital Fund Team. And Yos Lammer is the chairman of Unilabs. And our topic for today is to reflect upon our Knowledge Now conference. Uh, and just by way of background, the Knowledge Now conference, is, it actually began uh, back in 2011, when my team was was actually quite small, only two or three of us at the time, focused entirely on supporting companies in digital initiatives. And at that time, uh, Google, as they are wont to do, made a change to their algorithm. And about 10 of our companies lost half of their Google traffic overnight. And then as all of those panicked calls came in to, to the team, we had the idea of maybe getting everybody together in the same room to talk through how the how best to approach that challenge. Uh, and that began our first really proactive in-person knowledge sharing event. And, and it has really grown from there. Uh, we've now done this event 10 times. We just uh, actually gathered virtually uh, uh, here in New York and online a few weeks ago for our 10th edition of this. And, and what I thought we would do today is just uh, hear from uh, two attendees between Yos and Dave They've collectively attended uh, at least 17 of these conferences by, uh, by my calculation. And, and when we get together, you know, our objective is really to share ideas, experiences, share data and best practices, and, and also, uh, as Yost will attest, share worst nightmares, uh, to network uh, with each other and, and with our partners and with APAX. And, and the overall objective here is just to help all of us collectively move faster to achieve our goals. And, now, maybe with that, I'll, I'll kick it over to you, Yost, as, some, as, a, as somebody who's been uh, both the CEO and the chairman uh, at Unilabs. Could you give us a, a little context as to, as to what kept you coming back to this event? Yeah, thanks a lot, Seth, for the opportunity to share my very positive experience with the events uh, over many, many years now. In, in essence, when I first got the invite to attend the first one, I, I was a bit doubtful, you know, it's one of those things where you think, okay, now this will take a couple of uh, days out of what is already a super busy calendar and I got to fly across the pond from Europe, is it worth the effort? But me having now returned for a number of times effectively shows that it, it, it has tremendously worked for me. Uh, on a couple of dimensions, as you shared already said, uh, the first dimension would be having the opportunity to meet many like-minded colleagues with different experiences and different backgrounds in a private equity environment that is very able and willing to share, share best practice, share learnings, share difficulties, and both in, if you like, the, the more formal sessions, uh, having that opportunity to listen in, to lean in and to learn. In our lives, that's relatively seldom. You have that opportunity. Uh, there's many things going on in each day. And now just listening in, leaning in, learning, I always found very, very fruitful. And in addition, the opportunity to then speak and spend time with those colleagues uh, on the challenges we all face as CEOs or chairman of organizations. And although every context is different, uh, my key takeaway is there's many similarities. Uh, we all want to grow our business top line. We all need to save costs. For all, digital is important. For all, the, the COVID crisis impacted. 
how to attract talent uh, is something that plays in all companies. And to me, that has been, I think, a very, very important reason to keep coming back, Sam. Thanks for that, Jos. And you know, your speeches in particular around topics like people, uh, which you know, we've focused over the years on putting those people management and, and motivation and, and culture issues at the center. It's amazing how many executives want that to be a key topic year after year as, as everybody struggles to adapt their organizations, you know, not only to the external forces like a COVID or something like that, but also to the internal changes and the pressures of recruiting new talent and, uh, and adapting to, to what the, those individuals want to succeed. And Dave, maybe over to you. Uh, you've, you've been uh, in a number of different investing situations on both our buyout side as well as the growth side. How do you make the most of, uh, of the knowledge now then? And, and I guess, what do you tell uh, your existing CEOs and, and, and maybe your prospective uh, management teams about you know, where this fits in? Sure. Uh, I guess I joined a year after you when the team was quite small and I found it helpful to attend just to learn the new capabilities that we're adding every year. It's really remarkable. I think the team's up to 27 folks. And so to hear their backgrounds, but then also what they've been able to do along with the management teams at portfolio companies helps us, frankly, understand the art of the possible and the power of the platform and frankly, market that to potential new portfolio companies when we go out and talk about what Apex Digital does and how we often say, you know, there's a lot of capital in the growth market right now. If people only want capital and they don't want advice or a partner, we're probably not their best partner. But what we say is we bring a network that can be the broader Apex investment professional network, but it's also the OEP team, the preferred providers, and every year those are, those are getting built out. And then the, the art of the possible of you know, mentioning when we're talking to a, a young company that's struggling with demand generation or replatforming and having the case study that we hear about, whether it be Unilabs or others, and really bringing that to life helps us explain what we mean by if you come into the Apex family, you're part of a, of a broader group. And that collective experience, um, I think, resonates with some founders, managers, and those are the ones we're looking for that are humble enough to admit that they may face challenges, that are willing to ask for help. And I've stolen it from Seth a number of times, but I always say that the OEP is, is the 411-911. And so you can call for information, but also please call when something breaks. And it's nice to know that the people on the other end of the line have either seen it before Hopefully, if they failed, it was failing somewhere else and they've learned from it, but they're also willing to come in and help. And so, again, to tie it together, every time I've gone to a knowledge now, I've learned of another capability that we have and I probably know who to call, especially when I get that uh, 911 or the, the red phone call of someone looking for help. Yeah, we, uh, my favorite quote, which sometimes I hope you'll steal as well, is, and Yost, this will resonate with you, is that there's two kinds of help sometimes in private equity. There's there's the help that helps, and, and then there's the other kind of help. Uh, we, we try to be the help that helps uh, over the years, for sure, and, and Knowledge Now is a, is a great platform for us to be able to, to communicate how we're partnering with folks. And, and maybe, Yossi, if you reflect on, on an example or two and of how you've really come away with something tactical and practical uh, coming out of the Knowledge Now conference or, or engaged uh, with the team, it'd, it'd be interesting to share. 
Yeah, so what I always enjoy is when I go into conferences is kind of set my mental mindset is what I'm interested to learn. Uh, and the basic concept is, is often the same, for example, on um, how can we grow our top line and drive effectively one of the our sales force in a better way. And I vividly remember seeing examples uh, throughout the various conferences on people that really talked about how to really ensure that your sales force effectiveness is great. And to us, showing organic growth has always been dear and we outgrow our peers in the European market consistently. And part of that learning and inspiration, I think, is built through the uh, Knowledge Now conferences. Another, I think, thing that really made me much aware of the speed of digital transformation. Uh, it's been an ongoing topic in the Knowledge Now conferences. I think it's fair to say that at, at ULabs, perhaps myself and we were not as on the forefront as we could have been, but again, listening in, leaning in, learning more, and made me very aware on the speed of digital and the change that the, the change of disruption digital could provide and actually provide it in some of the Apex portfolio companies. Uh, and that made us really invest in that part by, by starting to acquire companies that could help us also really accelerate our growth uh, top line. So that would be, I think, two examples that really were very practical and helpful for us, uh, Sam. Thanks, Jos. You know, we, we always try to pull together a theme uh, for these events based on the feedback that we get from, from executives after each one of them. And you know, this past year was uh, the question mark of, you know, does this change everything? Uh, and, and that's obviously referencing any number of things, but not the least of which has been COVID and how that's impacted. One, our, our ability to, to even hold this event in person, which uh, I do think there's something missing when you, when you can't get together. But what what is, what is the most impactful uh, takeaway for you from the last eighteen to twenty four months, and and where has Unilabs been investing during during the pandemic? Yeah, I think I think said maybe to give a bit of context for the people who listen to this podcast. And Unilabs is European leader in in diagnostics. So what we do is lab, laboratory diagnostics. If your blood needs to be taken at a GP or in hospital, we can help analyze it. Uh, we do radiology exams and we do now do a lot, a lot of COVID testing on top as well. Uh, and we have been one of the lucky few companies that could really help in this COVID crisis by providing uh, our teams, our staff, our equipment to, to really help scale up COVID testing dramatically. Uh, and clearly also our investors are, are benefiting from this and it has created a formidable purpose for our people as well. Now, back to the crisis when it started, uh, uh, we were impacted very, very negatively and super strong. Uh, basically, people were back in the early days of the COVID crisis, afraid to go to the GP, to a hospital. And we saw volume sink with around 40 to 50% almost overnight since lockdown started to happen all across Europe. And what I think was super helpful said at the onset is that uh, under your leadership and with your team, huh? we had those weekly check-ins on how do we cope with this crisis? And that really helped us to get up to speed, to hear other experience from within the network, everybody in a slightly different context, but also the messages of, of Mitch, uh, the messages of, of Andrew, the, the, the two co-CEOs, to basically say, guys, we don't know where this is going, but brace yourself and 
and really be prepared. And it felt more like a collective effort. Huh? And uh, that to us was very helpful because everybody was uh, in, in the dark. Huh? How will this pan out? Now, where we are now is in a super different place. Huh? Our revenues, our EBITDA have grown tremendously, not only because our base business has recovered uh, and our um, um, uh, COVID testing is, is, is on top, uh, uh, but um, managing through the crisis, through this huge dip we initially saw and getting the comfort that there's people around and experience to share has really helped us and, and also provided the discipline to act quickly and decisively. Super helpful context, Joosim. And, and maybe turning it over to you, Dave, uh, what, I guess, what has it been like to, to do deals in, in this environment? I mean, it's so much, particularly on the growth side of our business, the number of uh, meetings and uh, ability to network and get out to conferences and, and understand the latest trends in technology. Have you and the team, how have you had to adapt? It's uh, It's been a challenge and over 18 months, we've obviously adapted along the way, but uh, the most recent investment that I was part of um, in a business called Guesty, which is tied to the hospitality industry, which is obviously quite impacted by COVID. That was part of the thesis, the rebound, but we never actually made it to Tel Aviv to meet the management team in person. And at the onset of COVID, the question was always, can you invest in a company without pressing palms and seeing people and really believing there's an office and, and a different geography? And over time, we had to adapt and, and frankly use a lot of Zooms to uh, find a way to build trust, to be efficient with diligence, and then ultimately invest because that is, is our job. I believe we've had three or four investments through COVID as part of the uh, digital team, but it, it's been a challenge. And frankly, I was really looking forward to the Knowledge Now event here, which would have been the first time that uh, Amiad and Vered and I would have met in person, uh, despite the investment, the board calls and all the work to date. Um, and it was a big enough event and we you know, communicated how much uh, we thought they would benefit from coming and seeing the broader uh, portfolio, all, all of the things that Knowledge Now is, and um, you know, I, I, they were quite disappointed. We were disappointed that rightfully we had to go virtual. But uh, tying it back, that's the perfect kind of chronological view of what happened. Can we invest, due diligence over Zoom, um, build relationships, and then it would have been a, a perfect ending if it had all been the first meeting would have been at Knowledge Now. But uh, next year we'll, we'll find time. I think that's right, and, and you know, we are looking forward to getting back together in Madrid uh, next October. And, and uh, Yos, you obviously have a lifetime invitation to continue to join us, and we'll once again, I think, seek out the appropriate mix of of networking, PowerPoint, food, and alcohol to uh, to enhance all of the networking and and good uh, good flow of ideas and, and best practice sharing that takes place at these events. And I want to thank you both for for taking the time today just to chat through this and. Uh, I'd encourage anybody who's still listening to the podcast to feel free to reach out uh, to me or any member of the team if, if there's anything you'd like to learn more about. Thanks again, Dave. Thanks again, Joseph. 